What's up, everybody? Michael here. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Michael Likes Stuff podcast. Yes, this is our third episode in a week, and that's kind of odd when you haven't recorded an episode for over a month. All I can say is don't get used to it. Um, I'm in a flow with this right now, and we'll just see how many we can get. Um, I wanted to get some in before the NBA restart happens and I start talking about basketball all the time. So uh, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I got to talk with my friend Hannah Lavoie, who uh, is, as we talk about, from Connecticut. Uh, she loves the Patriots, One Direction, um, and she's a social worker. So we talk about those different things. Um, and uh, we just have so many of the same interests and she's a fun hang. And so thank you, Hannah, for coming on the podcast today. And I hope that you enjoy our conversation. What's up, everybody? I'm here with my friend, Hannah Lavoy. Hannah, how are you doing today? Hey, uh, well, Claire, it's Saturday and I love Saturday mornings. So I'm doing relatively well. I'm drinking a nice coffee. Yeah, I'm doing great. Is it your sister's birthday today? It I is. I saw on Facebook. That's it how is. I keep up. It's her golden birthday too. So 25? Yeah, 25 on the 25th. She was wow. sleeping when I left the house, so I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> you, might, <laughs> you still got time. You yes. got the rest of the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so thanks for coming on. I know that uh, just like we were talking uh, off mic before, but just about what a good time this is for you as far as an interest based thing. So yes. a lot, a lot going on. Yes. Um, it's just been a week. I mean, we had the 10 year one direction anniversary, which is just brings back a lot of wonderful memories and just makes me really happy. Uh, then Taylor Swift has dropped a new album mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, life is pretty good for me right now with yeah. everything. And then baseball came back too. Baseball it's just, is back. It's just one thing after another. Yeah. So yeah. It's no Mookie good. on your team. Oh gosh. Who <laughs> got a lot of feelings about that one too. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought first off we could hit, um, you know, there's a lot of listeners to this that care about uh, football. Yep. And, you know, you have been blessed beyond measure over the last 20 years. Um, I have. Are you, so I have a few questions. Number one, Tom Brady is gone. Are you still rooting for Tom Brady? That's a hard question. Um, and you listeners cannot see, but I'm wearing a TB12 hat right now. Um, so yes, I still support him because he gave New England just so much joy. Um, and he really cared for the team and still does. Um, so ultimately I am still rooting for him, but like quietly, right. I'm not going to be like people who are like TV 12 forever. Like I'm going to like every Instagram post. Right. Like I just see him and I'm, I just cringe and I'm like, Oh, why is he wearing red and black? Like yeah. this is, it's going to be miserable. an interesting social experiment this season to see who mm-hmm. was a Tom Brady fan yeah. and who was a Patriots fan. Yeah. Um, that's been something that my sister and I have talked a lot about, um, uh, and you'll, oh gosh, I don't know if I want to get into this with you, Klinger. Um, <laughs> but when the Patriots played the Titans at the beginning of the year in the divisional game, I knew going into it we were going to lose. Like, uh, like truly, wow. I was like, 
I was not very confident in how we had played that season. Y'all were just on a tear. And I I went into that game and thinking, okay, like this might be the last game I see like Tom Brady in a Patriots jersey. Yeah. And then when he threw the pick to Logan Ryan, former Patriot. Uh. Yeah, whatever. You loved that moment. I just started ball like bawling yeah. on the couch, like wearing my Tom Brady jersey. Like what? Like now, what do I do? Like it's like this weird like existential crisis. But when you think about that moment compared to the rest of 2020 so far, I'm like that was nothing in comparison right. to what we've experienced. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was so nice when that was a horrible thing to experience. <laughs> yeah, I remember, and this is I I think. Sarah and I jinxed the world because I remember that night after we lost and we were super upset. Like Sarah, I think broke a remote. I was crying. <laughs> Our roommate is a huge Titans fan. So he like was not even uh, home because we were like, we don't want to yeah. deal with your baloney. Yeah, Drew and I, I was like, Drew, um, are you going to watch the game at home? Because if you are, I'm not, but I would like to watch it at home. And he's like, I'm leaving. And I was like, yeah. great. <laughs> um, but yeah, and Sarah literally said, I think I have to work from home for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Because we both I'm we both work in places in Nashville mm-hmm. with primarily Nashville residents. Right. And we are like the outsiders. So um also mind you, I have a Tom Brady poster in my office at work. It's mm. behind my door, so you can't <laughs> see it unless my door is shut. Um but and so everyone knows that I'm a big Right patriots fan and yeah so sarah jinxed us and saying i want to work from home forever and then oh you do now (laughs) here's a virus um but i remember i went to work that next day and i printed out a piece of paper i posted on my instagram story it was quite it got a lot of hype um but i put it on my door on the outside of my door and it said yes i watched the game last night yes i'm sad and no i don't want to talk about it right so people would just like walk by like wanting to rub it in my face that my team lost and then they just look at my sign and yeah. laugh and walk away do you think they were going to do like the nice rub in your face like oh hey did you catch the game last night i think it would be a little bit of both um i tend to be obnoxious mm-hmm. as you know so right. i think i had it was something that I was nervous because I was like, oh, no, like I'm yeah. I'm going to experience the wrath of yeah. getting like that karma, you yeah. know? What are called if they're from Connecticut? That's, I don't know. <laughs> um, that's the hard thing about being from Connecticut is that it's such a split state. Right. Um, and I, where I live is almost dead center of the state. But I live a little bit closer to the New York side. So growing up, everything was split. Like Red right. Sox, Yankees, Giants, Patriots. Um, mm. And that, so it was just a weird thing, like moving to the South um, and going to school at Lipscomb and whatever and explaining how I'm like, like a huge Boston sports fan. People are like, okay, so like where in Boston are you from? And I'm like, well, I was like, um, you don't understand. Well, like, I'm not. I'm from Connecticut, but that's New England, so it counts. Even though a lot of New England doesn't believe yeah, Connecticut I, counts. W- when I was whatever. in fifth grade and we learned all the regions and all the states, um, Connecticut was in the Mid Atlantic region, really? which I don't know is really a real. It feels I like feel this like weird thing that's in between the South and the New England and like the, I guess North. 
Yeah, I feel like Mid-Atlantic is like Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware. New York, maybe. New York-ish. Yeah. I guess so. Is Connecticut is above New York? No. It's no. too... Uh, well, they're kind of parallel. But like New York's a lot bigger. But Connecticut is like equal. Like I don't know. It's south-ish. Right. Okay. It's in like the southern part of New York. Like I can... Like we can drive from my house to new york city in like two hours you wouldn't drive to new york city though that's a disaster we would only well we'd actually take the train yeah um and that was always cool growing up i thought that was such a normal thing but then when i moved somewhere where new york is such like a oh my gosh like new york is like my dream vacation and i'm like <laughs> oh i just would like would take the train down on like right. a saturday morning with yeah. my friends in the winter we'd hang out for the day and then we'd take the train back home yeah and just like hang wow. out so um i never realized how much of a blessing it was to be that close even though yeah. i obviously prefer boston over new york right when our lipscomb bisons went to the nit final four yeah, yeah. last year me and joel and our friend connor drove to new york city and um, we had an Airbnb in Brooklyn, and we drove into the city. Oh, boy. And um, it was not a smart decision, but we mm-hmm. were able to park our car, mm-hmm. um, which was a- an immense blessing. It was, like, insanely lucky. Yeah. And then we just left it there the whole time. And, yeah. Um, next time, I'll probably park in New Jersey at some place and take the train in. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, whenever I think about driving my car into a city, I always think about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm. Yes, a yeah. great movie. A great film, <laughs> one of my favorites. So back to uh, this Patriots stuff, oh. are you excited about Cam Newton? Or are you? is it real? You wouldn't rather have Jarrett Stidham at quarterback. Yeah, I think I'm... I'm very curious, I guess is the word for it. I think it's going to be a very interesting just – I'm curious how he will adapt to the Patriot culture. Yeah. But I also wonder how is he going to try and shift it because I feel like a lot of the Patriot way and the Patriot culture was really around Tom Brady. I mean, also Belichick, of course, Mm -hmm. um, but kind of like them as like the dynamic duo. Um, But having someone completely new in there, it's going to be – it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm curious. I'm very, I'm excited to watch. I don't have high hopes. Right. I'm trying, I would rather be, um, I'd rather be very, what's it called? I'd rather be like, I'd rather have really low expectations yeah. and then be really surprised and be like, we're going to be amazing 16 <laughs> and 0, let's go. And then we go like, seven and nine right you know like right. i'd be like okay you might go yeah. oh and 16 but if you win one hey yeah i'll take it you haven't bought your cam newton jersey yet no <laughs> no and it's it's funny um i have a brady jersey and my sister has a gronk jersey so it's right yeah that was it's just unfortunate right. very unfortunate yeah so other things going on in the hannah culture world mm-hmm. uh we have uh one direction's 10th was it so it's their 10th birthday yeah since x factor yes since they were formed as a band on x factor okay okay um and so this this morning i found this ranking uh that was uh 90 song 91 to 
one ranked worst to first. Are we going to go through all of them? No, I'll just call <laughs> out some songs and I'll let you guess what number they are ranked at. Ooh, okay. 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 Um, mm-hmm. Because to be honest, you probably know all of these and I know some of them. Okay. You know. They're honestly, there there could be some deep cuts that I don't know. Yeah. That are from like deluxe editions that I just never listened to. Yeah. So... Just as a disclaimer to the well, listener. I'll, I'll just say first, the, the last play song is Na 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 from Up All Night, which was their debut album. Do you know that song? I probably have heard it, but I I've, I don't even have a reaction to it, yeah. so it probably wasn't that good, yeah. apparently. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's their worst song, so I don't feel bad about knowing it. So let's not talk yeah, about it. Yeah, we'll not that. talk about it. Um, So here is... I will... Okay, live while we're young. Oh, what so good. what number do you think that this is ranked at? So they have ninety one songs spanning four albums. There's only four albums on there. Five five albums. Okay, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, sorry like, about hold that. Up. Five there's, albums. That's my bad. So quick lesson for everyone: there's five One Direction albums, but they have a contract for like at least seven, so they're coming back at some point. Let's go. Okay, can we pause because? When when will that be? Will that be like once they are, once they've all done their solo thing and they get bored with that? I like, don't know. I'll be very curious. There's there, there are a lot of theories in the Twitterverse about this, where like a song randomly appeared on some website where they like upload like they upload new songs that are like to be released with writers and everything, and a yeah. random One Direction song popped up, like in one no one had heard. Yes, and it was like released 2020. Um, my friend Adam found it and sent it to me, but the, it literally got taken down within a few hours of people (laughs) finding this out. The internet. So there's, there's little chirps going on. They, they want to, they want to do something together again, which I think would be great, but we'll see. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Live while we're young. Okay. That is a great song. Um, it is. It's just a fun one. It's just a nice one to listen to. Great music video. I would say it's probably... Do I have to give an exact number or can I give a range? If you give a range, I'll count it. I'm thinking between 10 and 20. Yes, it's 14. I thought... Oh, I was going to say 15. Oh, oh crap. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Live While We're Young, a great song. Um, let's see. Little things. Ooh, Where is this one going to be ranked that's at? That's a cute one. Um, see, that's hard because I don't know if they're ranking them based on. I'm curious. Let me see if I'm they're curious what they're any... ranking. Like, how are they giving them the rankings? Because Little Things is a classic. It's one of the OGs, and it's it's one of their slower songs. That's actually more popular. It, they don't have any sort of they just, uh, rubric. They just live their this. <laughs> okay, well, this is on independent. Come on, uh, Independence website, which is a British. All right, site. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at British accents. Um, my 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 gut is saying twenty to thirty, but I feel like it might be in the one to ten. Thirty three. Oh. 33 little thing. dang okay that's a good song I, in high school that was a song that mm. i don't know i was just very very sappy boy i guess and i 
<laughs> Sappy boy. Um, let's see here. Drag me down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this song. Oh man. I think this song came out when I was in grad school and it just brought me a lot of joy. Um, no, it wasn't grad school or maybe I was finishing grad school. I don't remember, but it was on the made in the AM album, which came out when I was done with school. But this music video is unbelievable. They've shot it at the, um, at the like NASA facility in Florida and oh, it's okay. them like going into outer space. It's <laughs> it is, and they're like all like learning how to like use all the different like NASA technology. It's quite incredible. <laughs> um, it's really well filmed. Um, but I ooh ah oh, okay, <laughs> this is hard. Personally, it would be in my one through ten. So I'm gonna say one through ten, and if they didn't say that, I'm gonna be sad. It is number six. Yes. So okay. Count. So you're you're two two yes two two uh, corrects and one one wrong. Okay, that's not that bad. Not that we're keeping score yeah. really, but nope. um, let's see. History, oh. which is one of oh. my favorites. It's also a great music video. Niall wore glasses in it. Yeah, and looked very cute. Was this a shot at Zane? Like as since he left. Um, I've heard speculations about that. I think history was a kind of a, um, a imparting gift to the fans. Mm. Like, Hey, yeah, we're going to be disassembling right. as a band. Right. Um, but we'll be back. And I think it's like a hopeful anthem of like, we're not, we're not like, um, we're not breaking up because we hate each other, right. but it's just we kind of want to pursue more, which right. I totally think is fine. Um, this is an anthem. It's an anthem, yeah. and it's just it's just fun. You just want to be yeah. in, you know, with thousands of people singing mm -hmm. along to this song. And I think the song can be used in so many, like aspects. Like it could be used in, like a graduation or whatever, mm -hmm. just something right. of like. Like a nice, like reminiscing. Yeah, this factor. came out my last year at Lipscomb, so it was kind of like a, yep. like a ah, oh, nice parting. Man, I was like the king of this school, and now I'm leaving. Yeah, it's so sad. Yeah, and you had to pass off your crown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, peaked. Okay. Peaked in college. Where would it be? I think I'm um, honestly, I'm thinking it's gonna be in the ten to twenty. Is what my mm. oh no oh I'm, I'm wrong. Mm. Is it? it isn't, it is number, you want to try again? Okay, well. It's not 10 to 20. Really? Okay. Right. So either it's going to be higher or lower. That's my only two options. Mm. It could be higher There's or more lower. numbers lower. That's true. Odds are. I would honestly, I'd be kind of sad if it was like 40 to 50. I don't want it to be that. It is number 38. <sighs> which is. I just want to say my, my ranges even though I'm wrong, I'm only off by like two. Yeah. So I should really start doing like 35 to 45 and then I'll probably get them yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really? We got some Zane fans that made this, I guess. They, they <laughs> that is, honest, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I, I, I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I'm not with it, yeah. but um, let's see. <laughs> Oh okay, story of my life. 
All right, this music video is interesting. It's cute because it's like it shows all their old like family photos. So And I'll just say this person apparently based on the description in this song, they are not ranking this on how big of a hit it was. They're ranking it on I guess their the what they think about the lyrics and oh. the sound and everything. <sighs> this song was on Midnight Memories. The only time I ever saw them in concert was this tour, the Midnight Memories tour. And it's a good song. It's not my favorite, but if but if they're thinking of it from like a lyrical perspective or a overall thought, uh, I'm gonna say fifteen <laughs> to twenty five. Is number seventy? Are you kidding? <laughs> no. I, may, may, okay, I think I'm doing a bad job because I so, just think all of these songs. You threw me off. You sent me down a rabbit hole. So they're description of this song is this song is a noted fan favorite spelled the british way with a u and yeah and one of the band's biggest hits but i just can't get past the fact that the lyrics are virtually nonsensical uh she told me in the morning she don't feel the same about us in her bones it seems to me that when i die these words will be written on my stone nope is there a definition <laughs> <laughs> those lyrics make sense to me yeah i think maybe I the person know. just doesn't get music maybe yeah or they just like <laughs> we're like no we just want one direction for the happy poppy stuff yeah, that I, just makes us hopeful and this is actually a little bit more on the sad side okay wow um, i yeah. ooh, that was bad yeah zoinks okay um i gotta start thinking better next song we'll do is rock me shout out to I love uh, this um, song Tatalia, this is one of her favorite One Direction songs. It's it, okay. it is so good, and it's funny because they go like it's a it's, it's a jam. Like, do you remember Summer '09? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I do. I, do I was about too. to be a senior in high school actually, but Summer all the things they talk about, was I was so like, good, good times. I was like, oh, I didn't. I don't think I experienced anything of that they reference, <laughs> but Summer '09, right. Summer '09 rocked. If, um, if Summer '09 had been what I had hoped, yeah. Then I might have. But it's funny when you think about it, like, because we're, like, right in their age range, you mm -hmm. know? Like, Louis is the oldest. He's, I think, a year older than me, so he's probably 29 or 30. Yeah. And then the youngest is Harry, and he's 26 or 27. But yeah. you think, okay, summer 09, for all of them, would have been, like, sophomore to senior year. Right. What do they call it in? Uh, in secondary school. Secondary school, because it's not Something high school, like but. Yeah our equivalent right of high school but it's just yeah it's um it's funny to yeah it's just funny to um think about what they talk about in that song and i'm like you were doing all that when you were 15 okay <laughs> things are a little different but okay that's a great song i but that's the thing though i don't know if people like that song as much it's a, more as of others. a deep cut i think so too i would probably put it Okay, what was this? Is off. This is my favorite album that they did. This is "Take Me Home." Yeah, yeah. With the red, uh, they're like on yeah, the they're car they're on no, they're on the um, they're on the telephone booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna say between thirty and forty. <laughs> it's oh, number no. eighty-seven. Are you serious? <laughs> I don't like this person at all. No, no, they're they're terrible. Who, oh my gosh. Who edited? Have they, okay. Who, who did they run the I by? need to, okay, I just got something to say. Let me just find who wrote it so we can send them an email. I will send them a strongly worded email. Her name is 
Royzen O'Connor. Royzen, Royzen, Royzen. I've got to talk to you. It says uh, Royzen O'Connor casts a critical eye over the 1D catalog to see which songs have stood the test of time and the ones that haven't. That is so interesting. That song, okay. If Anytime you, if you, you mention a year in a song, I like it more because mm-hmm. it is like set. Yes. But that doesn't mean it doesn't age well. It yes. means it's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I also think, and here's the thing, I am not really good at judging where they rank things because I think they're all great apparently because I haven't really right. gone under like between a range under 50 or over 50. But if you've ever watched a One Direction movie, or a concert DVD or movie or whatever. Whenever they play Rock Me, it is incredible. People love that song. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I think this is the classic, you know, you have to rank blogger who is like trying to get people to click her article. And now we're she, talking about it. Yeah, because she wants to sh- someone to like tweet this out and be like seriously rock I me totally is 87 disagree. or whatever yeah it is. so she's she actually she just won is she, what is, she, <laughs> she, uh, she wants the clicks yes and we're giving them yep tens of clicks by <laughs> <laughs> hearing it on this podcast um okay we'll do one more okay and then afterwards can we go through like the top five and i can give my opinion whether or not i agree with their yeah. ranking mm-hmm. um Perfect. Oh my gosh, that's a dig at Taylor Swift. Did you know that? Yeah, I, the I'm music video is very, um, it's very similar to. Shoot, what music video? Style was it? Was it the style music video? Yeah, that um, sh- people think she wrote about Harry Styles. Yes, because it talks about his. It, her song talks about the airplanes like going mm. around in circles, and he has right. an airplane tattoo. Right. White t-shirt. Harry was the king of white t-shirts yeah. back in the day before he started wearing bell bottoms. Um, yeah. And really cool outfits. Very colorful. Um, yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a really good dig because that song, because both songs are incredible. I love both right. of them equally. Um, but okay. Perfect. But yeah, but perfect is also a dig back at Taylor Swift from style. Mm. Because 1989 was a, also a fantastic album. Just a quick side note. 1989 is better than Reputation. Yes. In pop Taylor Swift, it is my second favorite. I haven't listened to the brand new one enough to have an yeah, opinion on it yet. Same. So but stay Lover tuned, folks. Best. And we'll see if... I will say her first song on this new album, it's called Folklore or something. No, the one. It's called the one. The one. Yeah, it comes out. It comes out hot, and I like. Oh it. yeah, her first lyric. I'm yeah. just like, okay, it comes girl, out. Let's go. It comes out of the gates on fire. <laughs> she really does. It's awesome. Okay, sorry. Anyway, quick side note: when I was in grad school, is when 1989 and Made in the AM mm. albums came out, and I'm not kidding. And I drove a 99 Subaru Outback mm-hmm. when I was in grad school, and I do a lot of driving to school until like my internship. Right. And I had a cassette player, so I had the little cassette adapter for my phone, right. and I legitimately would rotate between 1989 and Made in the AM. That's right. all I listened to. So if I yeah. Taylor Swift, if I ever meet you, even though 1989 it was a really hard time in your life and you're really struggling, if you right. have not seen her Netflix documentary, please watch it. Yeah. It, if it wasn't for that album or Made in the AM, I would not have passed grad school. Right. For real. Yeah. Like, I wish I was kidding, but... 
just just saying okay yeah. anyway what do i think about perfect great song the first four singles from that album are fantastic you got perfect you got infinity drag me down and oh no i can't remember the last one i don't remember but mm. this one's really good i'm i'm scared to rank it high but i feel like i have to rank it something high. has to be high because of how low all these other i know because drag me down was number six right i'm trying to drag watch. me down was number six okay yeah. i was trying to watch um clinger moving his hands on the mouse <laughs> pad to see if i can figure out how far he was moving um i'm gonna say perfect is 10 to 20 Perfect is number two. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, I, I'm just lowballing now because yeah. I didn't want to be wrong. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so number six was Drag Me Down, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm surprised two of the top ten are from the last album. Yeah. Should we do the top ten? Yeah. Should we start at ten? Yes. Okay. Uh, number ten, Steal My Girl. Oh, that's... Okay. Okay. Love that song. That was on four. Came out when I finished college. It was great. Um, my mom really likes that song. Mm. I think because one of the lyrics, one of the lyrics is about like a mom saying something nice about like one of the boys. And she's like, oh, that is just so sweet. <laughs> um, shout out to moms. Shoot, shout out, shout out moms. Love you. <laughs> um, it's actually my mom's birthday too. Oh, I'm so that sorry. Is really Ma, weird. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, today is my mom and my sister's birthday. Wow. Yes. Happy birthday. Yes. So shout out to you, mom. I don't know if you'll ever listen to this, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I forgot. It's, oh, shoot. I'll figure it out. I'll look yeah. up the lyrics, but it that's a good song. It's very fun. That music video is very fun. Danny DeVito mm. directs it and is like <laughs> starring in it. It's right. So if you guys were wondering, yes, I watch a lot of One Direction music videos. I nice. watch them many times. Okay, got okay, that one. So number 10, Steal My Girl. Number nine, Change Your Ticket. Really? Yeah. I'm honestly... Which is kind of a deep cut to be in the top is, 10. It really is. I am truly surprised. I really like that song, though. Yeah. Like, that's one that I'm... And that's also from 4. Yes. That's one of, I think that's one of the bonus tracks on four. If I'm thinking correctly, Mm -hmm. it's a good one, but I would not have pictured that in the top 10. I would have pictured that in like the mid, like in like the forties or fifties. Yeah. Um, this person is, uh, talking about it. It could have been influenced by the 1975, like their (sighs) first album had just come out. Shut up. Oh man. Yeah. I can't, I don't know if I can handle that because yeah. that's incredible. And I love the 1975. Yes. The 1975 is so good. We could talk for, I think hours about how much I love the 1975. Yeah. Also, I'm trying to find the lyric to steal my girl that my mom really liked. And I'm hoping it's actually from this song. Hmm. Oh yes, it is. The line I got, I got it all. Cause she is the one, her mom, her mom or mum, her mom, mum like the flower her mom <laughs> calls me love her dad calls me son all right oh. my mom was like oh calls her love that's so nice that's so great all right number 10 we'll steal my girl number nine change your ticket number eight kiss you <laughs> oh my gosh that, that is a good song that is like like you see like that's just a fun happy yeah. song y'all i just lit yeah. up when i when clinger said that 
because yeah. that's such a good song. Yeah. Pure, unadulterated fun is what this person has. They don't have anything else about it's it. It's a great music video. They have um, a really funny dance to it. Yeah. That they, when they would go on tour and they would do it, they would, it was like kind of like a weird like floss type thing before the floss was a thing. Right. Um, but it's, that, that one's just, I agree. Yeah. Very, very fun. Yes. Number seven, Fireproof. Oh my gosh. <laughs> This was the first single off of four. And I remember mm-hmm. I was at my internship in grad school when it came out and I just sat and listened and I was like, okay. Cause it's more chill. Right. But it's just really good. I don't know. Yeah. There's a certain vibe I get from it, but yeah. it's just a very, and okay. Right. I mean, right now we're only in four and made in the AM for the yeah. top 10. So I think this person might be a little biased, but they mm. also grew a lot musically as they, mm grew as a band and grew right. older so okay girl whatever uh number six drag me down so good we've, we've spoken to that number five one thing okay so good my friend adam and i'm gonna send him a link to this so he'll <laughs> listen because he, i've given him a few shout outs he says this is one of the best pop songs ever written yeah because it's just i mean like the way it's it's just so fun. Right. Again, they write just these very fun songs. I've seen a lot of um, proposal videos to this song where they do like right. the like surprise like dance right. routines. Um, but yeah, it's a, another. Right. But this one's older. So, I mean, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Very fun. Yes. Good choice. I'm not mad at this girl yet. I can't wait to figure out what number one is. Uh, number four, what a feeling what <laughs> i know right like i i would not put this up through, there uh, through. okay that song gives me some like fleetwood mac vibes right yeah she's uh she says there's that fleetwood mac baseline again okay so maybe she's referenced that honestly already. we could be the same person um except or, you wouldn't put uh, i would not rock put you rock me at number rock 87, 87 yeah. oh i'm still mad about that oh my gosh okay <laughs> Um, she's like, I think she thinks she's a, a music critic and it's like, mm-hmm. just what do you, what songs do you like the best? That That's makes me think asking. of the office where it's like, I want to be a food critic. That food tastes good. <laughs> or an art critic. That painting looks good. <laughs> I don't think I could be a movie critic like Jim and Pam. Oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Andy so much. Uh, I have my moments with him, but anyway. Anyways. Okay. What a feeling. It's good, but it's not like when I turn it on, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, it's right. good. Yeah. But again, I would not have ranked it It doesn't that trigger high. any sort of nostalgic Nostalgia. memories yep. for me. It's just like, like oh, okay. There it is. Yeah. All right. Moving into the top three, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, the bronze medal position. Oh. They don't know about us. What they talk, talk, talking about. Really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. My first gut reaction is no, that I right. disagree. It's a, it's a fine, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't, I really want to know her rubric because yeah. I do not agree yeah. with honestly the past two. Let me see if she has an email address on here. Uh, her email is no, but her Twitter is Roizen, R-O-I-S-I-N underscore O'Connor. If you want to reach out and okay. uh, 
My Twitter's private, but maybe I'll send her a DM. Yeah. Like, hey, can we talk about this? Yeah. Cause or you can uh, comment on it. Yeah. And then, you, I mean, then I'll just, more people will look at it. She, right. She'll be winning at the end she, of the day. <laughs> she's winning she's already. She's, she's already won. She's already won. Um, okay. Number two, perfect. So good. So we are now to the number one song. Dun, 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 if you had dun, to guess, dun, dun. what what would you say? <sighs> like a song we haven't done yet. Well, we haven't said what, what Makes You Beautiful, which is the OG song. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the number one, though. I wouldn't guess that based on her rankings. I agree. I feel like What Makes You Beautiful would probably be like 65 for her. What Makes You worst. Beautiful is I'm, number 18. Okay. Yeah. Um, number one. That's uh, I like my brain is just like churning with all this all these thoughts. <laughs> I'm so curious to know what it is because I know what my number one is right. and I wonder if it's the same as hers. Okay, you can tell me. Summer Love. What? Yeah. I mean a good song. It's good, but, but it's I, Yeah. You were born for the summer. Yeah, I know it's nearly over. It's a good, yeah. I mean, it's good. Right. But out of all of their songs, again, right. mm-hmm. that would be in like, I don't even 20s. know where that would be. Maybe. I don't yeah. even know. I think I'm just such a, I just love like uplifting right. music that yeah. that would not be up there for me. Really? Yeah. Where's No Control? Because that's no my control. favorite. Have you seen the James Corden One Direction Carpool Karaoke? Yes, I have seen that. Because that's the song that they do the little music video to. Right, right. With the denim jackets. That's my favorite. You're and not going to like where oh no, no control is. Where I'm is scrolling it? and I still haven't got to it yet. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh. If it, well, actually, it has to be on the list. All the songs are on the list. <laughs> It is number 72. Are you serious? (laughs) What is she doing? I'm so sad. Okay, that... Okay, I know I've said that Taylor Swift's 1989 and Made in the AM are two of the albums that got me through grad school. That song is Mm. what got me through grad school. Mm -hmm. I remember one night I was writing a paper and I was miserable. and I I hated the paper I was writing. It was terrible. And I texted one of my friends, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I hate this class. I don't want to do it. And my friend Graham, so if you're listening, I'm giving you a shout-out. He said, you just have to have a quick dance party, and then you'll be fine, and then just finish the paper. Because I didn't – I mean, I had a lot left, but I, I just needed to power through. Yeah. So I literally had a dance party in my room at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning mm. to that song, and I finished my paper. There you go. I don't know what I got on it. I just know I passed, but – and also the little dance that they um do with james corden tally and i did that at her wedding yes so i mean that so i think again it's the big nostalgia thing. right right it depends how you relate to the song yeah. depends on how you rank yeah. them but I, 72 I is bananas yeah um other notable songs um notable by my um opinion number 12 is i would that's a fun what song. What do you say is an L-O-V-E. For, for uplifting song lovers like you and I. Yes. That's a, that's a good one. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Night Changes, oh. number 17. All right, people. That music video is so good because 
you think that you're the girl that's on the dates with all of them. I used to watch it like every Valentine's yeah. Day for like many years. <laughs> I haven't done it in a couple of years, but I would just sit in my bed and just watch it and be like, well, that's my that's my date for Valentine's Day this yeah. year. I'm going to bed now. I know that, who, that Royzen is a big Zane fan. Um, so, But but if she's such a big Zane fan, she really put a lot of newer songs yeah. higher up than I expected. Yeah, she's she had, her her description for night changes is Zayn uh, Malik. Am I saying that right? Yeah, uh, gazing into your eyes over a glass of wine. Enough said. So from the music. Yeah, video. he has good hair in that music video. Yeah, um, they all have good hair in that music video. Let's see other other notable songs. Okay, last first kiss is number forty one on here. I like that song. I like it. It's, it's fun. It's a nice song. I like it. Um, where do broken hearts go? That it's number forty-seven. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Adam, if you're listening, oh my gosh, that song is in, is so good. Yeah, I cannot believe what <laughs> Ro- Rosen girl. We need to have a conversation because that song is like one of the most like well-written One Direction songs. Right. Mm-hmm. And four, honestly, is my favorite One Direction album. Right. Very, very good. It's just it all flows very well together. Um, as previously stated, Story of My Life is number 70, and I think that is insanely low. Mm-hmm. But I could see why. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have to have the lower ones. I'm right. not I'm not totally surprised it was that low. Yeah. I also just hate that I know almost all of these songs. Yeah. Like, what in the world? And then... Wow, man. Rock me at 87, I think. That is just, that is the, that's a hot take. That is a (laughs) hot take. It is burning, burning up. That's clickbait. It's like uh, this article that my friend Chase sent me about the NBA restart, and it ranked the starting lineups for each team, and it Mm -hmm. had the Pelicans in first, and I was just like, this is, I'm actually dumber for having read this article. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um so One Direction, there you go. So good. We're big, big One D. I'm obviously I'm a One D fan, but not on your level. It's okay. And I, I think I respect how much you like them. I think, I and I respect how much you like them too, yeah. because it's all about like just listening to what you yeah. like, not just oh my gosh, right. it's a stupid boy band. But I feel like with my job and just mm. like what I do on the day to day, like I need stuff that's uplifting and positive yeah. to yeah. just make me feel better. Right. You know? Right. And, yeah. you know, we're hopeful for a comeback. It can oh happen. Oh, my. I will. I don't even know. Like, I will drain my savings. I probably shouldn't <laughs> do that. But Everyone I will, would. I would give. And then here's the thing. The longer they wait to do it, their fans are going to get older right. and have jobs. So yeah. they know people will have more like sustainable incomes. Right. No one's going to have to go to their parents yeah. to, to like, ask for yeah, money yeah, to, yeah, see to take them. out a loan. Yeah. Um, were you, I mean, it, it's going to be like 100 times the Jonas Brothers comeback. Uh, it might honestly though, but the Jonas Brothers comeback was so much fun. Yeah. That concert I have never heard Bridgestone that loud. Right, right. It and and that brought me back to high school. Like mm. Jones Brothers were big when I was like sophomore year. Yeah. To a, but they weren't big for as long. They were only like super popular from I think my sophomore year of high school till yeah. I graduated. So just about 
two, three years. Um, Mm. But yeah, I, oh man, that, that was fun too. That, Mm. that brought back a lot of great like memories from high school, but One Direction is more of my college years, grad school years. Um, So they, they bring back a lot of the same feelings, but like different memories along with them. Yeah. What's your favorite song off their new album? Off Jonas Brothers. Brothers. Oh man, I have to look because I can't, they're all quite good. Like, they sucker was like the big single. I didn't love yes. that song. Really? I yeah. remember I was getting ready for work one day when they dropped it mm. and it was, I was overjoyed. Um, that's hard. Okay. Hesitate is really good Okay. because I think it does a great job of, um, showing how no matter who you are, you can be affected by mental health. Mm. And because this, uh, this song is about Joe Jonas wanting to like protect and care for Sophie Turner, who has right. been very open about like her depression and everything. Mm. And just that he will do like anything for her yeah. to like make her safe. Right. Um, so I think that one's just very sweet. And yeah. it's just really good. Um, I really like I Believe. Mm. Yeah, that that's one's a good really song. really good. Um, I remember when I was at that show. I think they um, they sang "Fly with Me," which is a deep cut from Lines, Vines, and Trying Times. And then they, I think they went into "I Believe," oh. and I literally, I think I said to Talia, I said, "Nick Jonas has been giving me unrealistic expectations from when I was 17 until I'm 27." Yeah, and continuing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, like there was that meme going around, and it was like. Uh, thank you for being uh, the person I like had a crush on when I was 15 and still being crush on when I was oh, 15. Oh, it was a Zac oh, Efron. Yeah, the Zac Efron. It was like uh, he's he like morphs into who your crushes are. Like yeah. based like okay, like when I was 15, I was totally into like swoopy, the like the like skinny, skinny swoopy hair guy, and now he's more of like a dad bod beard. Yeah. Yeah, it's he's like yeah, it's like thank you for the consistency. Yeah, Zac Efron's <laughs> trying to be like Anthony Bourdain now with his new Netflix show. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Me neither. I've heard great things. Yeah. Um, and I like that he's kind of getting into the like sustainability movement. Right, right. For that. Um, so you you referenced uh what you do for your work situation mm-hmm. as a social worker. Yep. Um, so. Can you just tell everybody and me, you know, what it is you do? Yeah. Um, So I work for a community mental health agency in town. Um, I'm a supervisor of one of the care management teams. Um, And the care care management overall is just really trying to be a person that can kind of link resources to the community that we serve and the clients that we serve in particular, um, or the consumers. That's how we refer to those we serve mm-hmm. as um so and it's a lot of just trying to break down those barriers that can hold them back from getting the care that they need so uh we do a lot to try and connect people with like medication management therapy um all types of just like whatever they need just to mm-hmm. get through things so i spe- i specifically supervise a team that we work with the intensive kids population so these are kids that are um high risk of 
also sorry if it gets like super deep but it's just what i do so um kids who are at high risk of like um having suicidal thoughts homicidal mm. thoughts um experiencing psychosis um just like severe behavioral concerns mm. um at risk of being displaced from their homes by dcs or other um out of home placements because yeah. of the severity of what they're going through um so the team i oversee we have smaller caseloads of about they're a little bit smaller right now, but about like 10 to 15 kiddos per okay. person. And we see them every week, um, whether yeah. between one to three times a week. And it's been different now because we've been doing mainly phone contacts, but mm. we have been um, getting out on a um, three-week like rotation. So you gotcha. two of us will go out and see just like basically the highest of the highest needs right. clients. Um, and as I was telling you off mic that people are really starting to struggle yeah. um, because of just COVID and quarantine and everything. Um, mm. Just because, yeah, just like life is thrown off. And for yeah. a lot of these families, I have to tell them a lot. I'm like, it's, you are allowed to feel upset right now because your circumstances are not great as it is. And we've right. already determined that. But on top of that, we have all this other stuff going on. Right. that everyone is being affected by. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just, I oversee the care managers. Um, I see our consumers. I try to make sure we get them connected with whatever services they need. Right. Um, we try to help out. We just try to be like good advocates in the community and making sure if families are struggling with um, their housing, for example, we can try and get them um, applied for other like metro subsidized housing, um, dropping off food boxes. If we know families can't afford food, yeah. um, making sure they get their medicines and come in for appointments and are right. just getting all of just like getting the support they need to receive the care they need. And ultimately our goal is to empower them to be able to do that for themselves. Mm. Um, and that's the biggest thing. It's like, we're, we're there as a support. Um, and a lot of times people think, we can be the ones that solve the problems when in reality we can only do so much and you have to kind of meet us halfway yeah. to see the right. um, fruition right. of our labor. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, um, you know, you kind of mentioned the time that we're in and like, you know, I feel like on all of us, there's like this weight of mm -hmm. what's happening that yeah. is on like, you know, it feels a little bit harder to take a breath and relax and people mm -hmm. that are, you know, deal with any sort of anxiety or anything even, you know, and I feel like that's kind of become this like pop thing right now. It's mm -hmm. like, I have anxiety and it's like, yes, we all have anxiety on some level. Um, but you know, a lot of people struggle a lot more than others. Mm -hmm. And now with this added stuff, it's just, really hard and so we're worried about people not getting physically ill but i i do want us to remember that there are people that are yeah. struggling beyond their lungs getting coronavirus and stuff like that mm -hmm. yeah and i think i think this whole covid quarantine everything it's really taught me i think it's taught everybody how much we value connection yes and how much when we don't have those relationships or that interaction with people, how that does kind of affect our mental health. Right. Um, there's definitely, um, 
an increase in um, anxiety and depression amongst people during this time because mm-hmm. it's just it's unprecedented. Right. I love this. I love the saying. I wish we could go back to the time when when things were presidented again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, how I wish. Um, but yeah, and I think it's important. I, I I think it's kind of a a good thing that we're kind of being able to show that because I feel like mental health is stigmatized so many times and um and I think it's just this has been an opportunity to kind of because I feel like a lot of people think oh like that'll never happen to me I'll never feel that way but honestly if you're feeling that way like that's okay right um because no one knows what the heck is going on like it's there's so many hard things going on that it's Mm -hmm. okay to feel upset and angry and frustrated um or have anxious thoughts or yeah. feel hopeless. It's okay, but it's a matter of what we do mm-hmm. with that. Um, if we choose just to wallow in it right. and just not do anything about it to improve things. And sometimes it's hard. Like mm-hmm. I'll be honest, like it's hard if you're feeling really depressed or just, yeah, just feeling really low. Um, it's, it's hard to like want to like self-motivate or whatnot, but at the same time, it's important to, validate how you feel but then mm-hmm. also to kind of figure out okay well i feel this way i understand that i feel this way but what can i do to make or to yeah. like kind of embrace the season that we're right. in um which again i'm just i will disclaimer that is really really hard to do yeah and for we're all on our own journeys and we all are very mm-hmm. unique um so things are different for everybody yeah but it's important to find the things that like give you joy and yeah. that like even like the little things that right. can um provide you with some sorts like some sense of normalcy but also kind of being accepting of i'm allowed to feel the way i feel yeah Yeah. um you know like like what you've talked about already things like you know enjoying one direction and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like seems trivial but you know you need something to kind of every once in a while pull you out and yeah and that's kind of what i've you know struggled with like with this podcast is it's like, how do I balance, you know, using my platform here as small of a platform as it is to like talk about things like racial injustice Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And also do what I wanted to do with this podcast, which is like talk about silly, goofy stuff, Yeah, you know, like one direction Mm -hmm. and love is blind and, you know, dumb Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And, you know, I, I think normally I enjoy watching like, documentaries that are like really serious and stuff like that and right now i'm just like i'm just gonna watch through seasons of survivor because (laughs) i know what's gonna happen i know the characters it is it's something that i can just put on and just not be worried about what's gonna happen next i already know what's gonna happen yeah that was an interesting thing um the pastor at my church mentioned there was a study done by Spotify, I believe. And it said that so many people are listening to old music instead Mm. of new stuff that's coming out because it's like the nostalgia um, of like the happier times, I guess. Um, And I think that's super interesting. But yeah, I think it's important to find the things um, that you do enjoy um, and being able to embrace those. I think it's also very important to still, I mean, just to, I mean, I don't want to say this, but still, like, still be safe, you right. know, and just to be mindful of yeah. what's going on. Um, but yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah, I think it's just important to find the things that 
and bring you joy and make you happy, but also being willing and having those people in your life that you can go to be like, Hey, I'm not doing well. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like having those supports too. Yeah. Cause a lot of the, I think a lot of times we're afraid to express how we feel. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, it's so funny when you do, and even like when things are precedented and things yeah. are normal, um, how, when you express how you feel, how many times people are like, oh yeah, I feel that way too. Right. But you wouldn't know yeah. if you didn't ask, you yeah. know? And so I think this is a great opportunity for us to be able to grow in our connection with yeah. others and be able to kind of realize how similar we all are at the end yeah. of the day. And yeah. You know, like that's one of the things that was the most helpful for me was thinking like, you know, oh, uh, like I feel this and that's bad or that's mm-hmm. confusing or, you know, makes me feel anxious and then like going to talk to a therapist and Mm -hmm. then be like what you're feeling is normal yeah you know don't don't freak out because you're having that feeling yeah yeah I think um I will always recommend therapy no matter who you are right no matter what your circumstances are we could all benefit from it um and so that's my shameless plug but yeah I think And it's so important because one of the best ways that I visualize therapy and I've seen it on like memes or whatever on Facebook or Instagram is like you all, you have all this stuff in your head and it doesn't make sense and it's confusing and it's just like all like, it's like a, it's like a crumble of like yarn. That's all Mm -hmm. knotted and bad. When you go to therapy, you have someone who pulls that yarn and is able to, um, right to get out all the kinks basically. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, look at that. It's just one big piece. It's all connected. Yeah. Mm. But when you're the only one in your head, right. And you tend, I mean, we all tend to th- overanalyze and overthink things. Yeah. Um, my therapist though, I went to her a few days ago and I was just saying all this stuff going on and I'm saying it all. I'm like, does this make any sense? She's like, actually, yes. And then she told me why. <laughs> right. And I was like, Oh man, right. like it's all connected. Yeah. Like, Okay, like, right. and it gave me a lot of clarity of, oh, like, I'm not actually, yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not as messed up as I think I am, but it's like, right. oh, like, it all makes sense once yeah. you tell it to somebody else and they're able to kind of give it back to you, mm-hmm. but in like a nice little box instead right. of like a crumpled piece of paper. Yeah. You know, you have a profession that's really there's a lot of stuff about it that's difficult and stuff like that. What is something mm-hmm. that is rewarding about what you do? Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite things about my job, because yes, it does. It is really, really hard. Um, I think some of the more rewarding things are the people that I work with more of like the clients that we work with. Um, there's a few of them I, I've just known. I've been working there for about five years and um, it's just really cool to kind of see them grow mm-hmm. and uh, to see that um, we were able to kind of provide them with the help and support that they needed mm-hmm. um, and just to, and, and just to walk alongside people. Um, like I said, we all value connection um, and it's just, it's very humbling just to, hear the stories of other people and to um, it really humbles me to, to like my upbringing. Like I'm so blessed to have been born to a like middle-class family Mm -hmm. with two parents that love me. Right. Um, 
because some people don't have that. Um, and, um, yeah. And it, yeah, it gives me so much perspective on so many things. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would, um, have the, I don't even know if it's political, but like the, just like the overall viewpoints that I have, if it wasn't for this job, if I didn't see it firsthand and if I didn't see the like disparity that there is with just those who are like below the poverty line Mm -hmm. and on like government insurance and like all the struggles they go through. Um, and just like the lack of opportunity that there is. Um, and yeah. And I think if if I didn't see that from my own from, and like, and then trying Mm -hmm. to work in it too and trying to find, and trying to solve those right. problems for other people. Um, it like, I don't know. It kind of like fuels my, my reasoning for like why I believe what I believe because right. I've seen it and I've been trying to help people through it. And there's just so many like barriers and, Oh, I'm getting fired up right yeah. now. Ooh, but, yeah. but yeah. And it's just one of those things where I think a lot of times people believe what they believe but they don't actually have the experience to like back it up. Right. Um, yeah. I don't want to get into like anything like super deep. Yeah. Cause I don't want to make anybody mad at me, but basically, <laughs> but truly like if you don't experience it, if you don't see it, it's, I don't know. It really right. just kind of changes. It just changes your viewpoint yeah. overall. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And that's true about, what we're talking about. And I think that's just true about everything, you know, like Mm -hmm. personal experience, um, goes a long way and makes you think, I can't believe I thought that before, Yeah, you know, or like how I, I grew up thinking this is my coffee pot is beeping and telling me (laughs) it's not going to keep it hot anymore. Uh But you know, like what we think before and what we think after. And that is, you know, vastly different. And I think, Um, as many issues as there are with people like just stopping in on something to experience it and then leave, I Mm -hmm. still think there is value on being exposed to different things. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not trying to invalidate anything. Right. Definitely. Um, but yeah, it's, it's something where I think you, you have to step out of your comfort zone in order to grow. Right. Um, and yeah, and, and if we just kind of stay where we are, like that's not going to change anything. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just, um, it's just a crazy time we're in. Yeah. Basically. And it's, Definitely. yeah, there's just, I, I don't know. I could talk for hours about all this stuff. <laughs> Sweet. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on today. Yeah. It's been a really fun conversation. And I think, you know, we've talked about so, and I think we could talk about, we have such uh, similar interests. We I do. feel like we could talk for a really long time about all sorts of stuff. Well, if you had me back, we can talk about more things. Yeah, we didn't even get into... We didn't get to baseball. We didn't get to baseball, John Mayer. Oh, gosh. We didn't get into um, The Bachelor, uh, you know. Oh, man. And so, so many things. Love oh. is Blind, Tiger King. Do you watch The Circle? Oh, The Circle is so Incredible. Good. Um, oh, man. Have you watched the Brazil version? Because I haven't no. yet. No. I've heard it's I heard it's good. If it's but not in English, I struggle with it because then you have to really read, pay attention. Read the subtitles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Madeline and I started watching this new show on TBS last night called Lost Resort. Oh. I don't know if I would recommend it yet. Okay. Okay. I'll wait for I don't, your feedback. So we we were gonna start Love Island. 
Oh my gosh. But Wait, the American version or the British version? Or the it, UK version? We don't know. Um, so where is, like, where can I even watch Love Island? Hulu. Hulu, okay. It's so good. It's like, okay, just a quick preface for everybody. In the UK, this show airs every night for six weeks. Oh so my there gosh. is like over 50 episodes and they're all about an hour long because they're always filming. It's kind of like real world or like Big is Brother. every episode a day? Yes. Oh, and so cool. like they literally edit the episode the next day and air oh, it that night. Wow. And then so they, they're not telling like a long narrative. They're just no, telling you literally, literally what what's happening. Um, and then, well, you're watching it in the past or well right. in the present when it was in the past, but they also do like votes, like where you can like vote people like on or off the Island basically, oh. or like couples. It okay. is, man. So it's like it's Bachelor gonna, in Paradise. It's going to kill so many brain Big cells. Brother meets all sorts oh, of Oh, literally. But yeah. that's a show I actually have to watch with subtitles because there are so many different uh, types of what? British accents <laughs> that especially like. Those who are from, I think is it's like Wales, maybe their accent is crazy hard to understand. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I think you're, sp- I know you're speaking English, but your dialect right. is just so mumbly that you have to watch it with subtitles because it just doesn't yeah. make sense otherwise, but it's very, very good. But yeah, each season's like 50 plus episodes. Wow. So it'll really, it'll take you a while. Gotcha. It's so good. Wow. Well, I will get into that. Do it. I'm I'm pretty sure you know, uh, especially as we run out of like new stuff because yeah. no one's making anything right now. Mm-hmm. I will definitely be checking that out. I'm also watching Golden Girls right now. Okay, never seen it before. Okay, it's quite fun. That's mindless. That's <laughs> yes. like fun mindless. That's what we need right it's now. It's like first ten minutes they have like the conflict and then and then they like will be mad at each other for the next five minutes and then the last seven minutes they resolve it and everything is fine. Yes. Every single episode. That's what we need. Same humor from each character. Same, like, it's very predictable, but it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Yeah. Thank you it's for having me. It's been super fun. Me. We'll have to do it again sometime. Let's do it. Sounds good. Cool.